Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for being part of the show this week. And yeah, you know, I might not hear your voice this week, but you're listening. So that makes you part of what we're doing. Why does it make you part of it? Because what we're doing, if we're doing our job properly, is having some kind of impact on you. Like you're starting to see things and interact with things and and experience your life in ways that are distinct from the past. Okay. Now, one of the things that I that I like to that I like to kind of focus on when I when I talk about what I do, distinct from what anybody else does. Um, because you know, recently I had an opportunity to work with a truly world-class athlete, like one of the leaders in their field, a household name for what they do. You know, we were having a conversation about negative thoughts. And, you know, their view, if you like, their whole machinery was geared towards controlling, shutting down, and, you know, basically destroying any evidence of negativity in their head. And because they were convinced that that particular line of thinking or thoughting, as you've heard me call it, um, was was a, a lid on what they wanted to do. Now, you got to remember this person, their area expertise in sports and in this particular line of sports, you know, it's very physical. There's a lot. It's, it's, a, it's using almost every part of your body, okay? Now, <clears throat> what I found interesting, though, was this person was looking for me to say something, give them something that would just immediately allow them to, to shut that down, to shut down the noise in their head, right? Now, look, you can shut down the noise in your head by praying or meditating or, you know, fucking sleeping, even though that can be noisy. But but the interesting thing for me was, you know, it had me really reflect on a lot of what I do. And, and I've never been someone who has insisted that a transformation has to be instant. It can be, but not in that particular domain. So not in the domain of shutting something down. It's going on with you internally. What I, my main focus is on shifting something with you. And so when I really look at like some of the clients that I've had over the years, across the board, what I've noticed is that these people ended up with a whole other kind of philosophy from when we started. So obviously that's going to bring me to you. And, and this is what I really want you to understand. What I'm out to do with you is to make you begin to see things 
from a different perspective than you'd seen before. What you see there will be up to you, right? So it's not about hints or tips or tricks or any of that sort of shit. It's about you beginning to shift how you interact with yourself, how you interact with others, and how you interact with life itself. And that's the funny thing about a lot of the work that I do with people. It kind of creeps up on you. You just kind of notice when you look around that there are certain things that maybe weren't working that now seem to be working. Certain things that used to really grind your gears just don't seem to grind your gears anymore. Certain things that would once upon a time take you in a certain direction, but you find yourself going off in a different direction now. Like you're getting clearer about what it is you want. You're getting clearer about what it is your life's for. Like that's what's getting your attention. Your attention isn't on what's necessarily in the way of that and solving that problem, but recognizing what's in the way and then getting to work on the thing itself, which I know for some of you, that might sound almost like I said the same thing, but I didn't. And it's important that you think about what I just said when it comes to this. You see, there's an awful lot of talk about things like, and if you, and if you look at just the kind of chasm of the personal development world, there's an awful lot of talk about, you know, knowing your why, your purpose, and whatever else you want to fucking throw at that particular thing. And in fact, that if you are going along in life purposeless or with no why, that you'll have an experience of emptiness and, and, and you know, no direction, so on and so forth. Which, you know, there's a certain kind of truth to that because you're not being pulled by anything. So... Having a purpose that is that is being connected to the very fabric of what you're doing, rather than just what you're doing, will leave you enriched, happier, more fulfilled, right? So every time I press the record button on this fucking podcast, I am clear about why I'm doing it. It's not about pressing the button on the podcast and, you know, throwing something at it. You're like, it was a conscious effort to accomplish something greater than the kind of humdrum nature of what it is to talk into a microphone. There's a game afoot here, a game of my creation. And I encourage you to create the kind of games in your life that inspire you. Most people are looking for games to inspire them rather than creating games that inspire them. So it's almost like you're an empty vessel waiting for some wave of fucking positivity or enthusiasm to hit you and that's just not how this works you know you're a generative phenomenon you generate your own experience of being alive say that again you generate your own experience of being alive does that mean you're oblivious to influence no it doesn't mean you're oblivious to influence it means even when influenced, you generate your own experience of being alive. Now, there's certain things like, you know, being shocked or being frightened by something or scared by something. Those are instant fight or flight responses, right? I'm talking about your overall experience of being alive. I'm talking about your day-to-day experience of being alive. And most people are looking for things in life that'll change that experience for them. And when I say looking, it's like, yeah, try that, didn't like it. 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 Which is why it is important, on one hand, to realize that your life requires creating. That includes 
who you are, creating who you are and acting accordingly. It includes creating the kind of things that you want to be up to in your life and what you want your life to be used for, right? Because your life is currently getting used for something. And if you're looking around you and you're saying, well, not fucking much, then I think that's the, the sign you've been waiting on. But either way, when one even has a purpose, if you find yourself, when I say you have it, I mean, you have created it, you're clear about it, you're in the midst of it, you're at work on it. So when I say someone has a purpose, I mean, they've got something between their fucking teeth, right? And again, way too much fucking woo-woo attached to this subject because, you know, this whole conversation about finding a purpose is quite frankly bullshit. You don't find a purpose, you create one, right? You create the one that works for you. You don't find it. And yes, there is a massive distinction between finding something and creating something. You don't find a fucking piece of art. You create a piece of art. You don't find a song. You write a song and on and on and on. So no, it's critical, right? Even if you're somebody who has the, the purpose of your life between your teeth right now, this is a gentle reminder that that doesn't buy you anything and that in your life, you'll come across things, occasions, people, circumstances that will get in the way of your fulfilling on that purpose. It could be daily. It could happen over the course of a week or a month or two years or five years. So in other words, there are always obstacles. There are always things that are going to get in the way. There will always be barriers to the fulfillment of whatever it is you have in mind. Say it again. There will always be barriers to whatever it is you have in mind, some of which are self-inflicted, right? Like anytime I take something on big in my life, and as you know, you know, I've shared this many times, I'm somebody who likes to stretch what's possible. I like to aim for big, big things. And when you play that game in life, you have to be someone who can function in the lack of a foundation. There's no certainty when you're up to big things in life. And remember, big things, quote unquote, is a subjective phenomenon. What's a big thing to me might not be a big thing to you and vice versa. But if you are someone who's up to big things in life, if you are someone who has the purpose between your teeth, then you have to realize there will be obstacles, there will be barriers, there will be uncertainty, there will be that experience that it might not turn out for you. And I recently had a conversation with somebody about this very phenomenon. And what really fucked them up is when they looked far ahead and just it, it just kind of came at them like a tsunami. They looked like a year down the line and all the shit they'd have to get done and all the problems they'd have to solve and on and on and on. And I could hear them melting on the other end of the fucking phone. I could hear them come apart. I could hear the dream, the possibility, the purpose get shoehorned into a nice little box that they can store away for a later date and say they gave it a fucking try. But what I pointed out to that person was that the interesting thing about their approach wasn't that they saw this seemingly endless road of either difficult or unsolvable issue, but how readily they packed up. And that's that's a massive thing for somebody to understand. It's, it's not about what you're doing in this instance. 
It's about how you react to it when it seems like you can't do it. It's about how you respond to it. Because that aspect, my friends, that response isn't going anywhere. It's not about making the pathway fucking easier. It's about managing the person who's traversing it. It's about realizing no matter how powerful the fucking purpose is, no matter how fucking magical the thing you're up to in life, no matter how accomplished you even feel that you are, there will be obstacles that will come at you that on the face of it seem like they can't be solved. And what I want you to understand is that not everything that you're dealing with can be solved today. Not everything that you're dealing with can be, can be, you know, unlocked in the coming week, two weeks, three weeks, five weeks. And you've heard me say this many fucking times. Deal with the problem that's right in front of your fucking face right now. Deal with that one. And I know many of you are like, yeah, but what about the repercussions? And what about... Da, 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 da? Then you'll fucking solve that when you get to it. Stop getting your fucking knickers in a twist about problems that haven't even happen. You're only here. You're only here in this fucking moment. What's the problem? Handle it. And in the next moment, what's the problem? Handle it. Keep it simple for yourself. Stop adding drama, conflating things, confusing things, collapsing things, and getting overwhelmed by the entirety of it all. Because you'll drain every bit of purpose, every bit of inspiration, every bit of fucking possibility from your body. And you'll do what everybody does, which is what? Turn back. Turn back to the safety and the comfort of what was. Even though what was wasn't working for you, and in fact, had you reached for what's next, you'll go back there. And you'll say shit like, oh yeah, I need to fucking regroup. Or I need to, no. Stay on the front foot. Push in. Keep pushing in. Keep solving issues and items as they unfold, and whatever you can't solve right now, hold it to the side and move on to the next thing and keep moving. Keep solving. Does that mean you'll get everything right? No, you'll fucking make mistakes. Does that mean you won't get stopped again? No, you'll get stopped again. But you need to understand whatever pathway you have in mind, whatever vision you had in mind, it's likely not going to go that way, but that does not mean that it won't turn out that way because some of the shit, you're going to have to figure it out on the fly. I mean, I love a plan as much as the next fucking guy, but I'm not attached to my plans. I'm attached to the outcome in terms of in terms of I'm committed to it. Like I'm committed to the outcomes of my life, but I'm not going to get weighed down by it. To create new results in your life will require you to be light on your feet. You have to dance with shit as it's coming at you. And the better you get at dancing with that stuff, the more effective you get in dealing with it and resolving certain things and moving on to the next things and being accomplished, accomplishing whatever it is you're up to in your life. So when I said at the start of this, uh, this week's episode, what I'm out to give you is a philosophy for living life, not a fucking answer, a way for you to engage with life that'll allow you to be powerful with what matters to you, not what matters to me. Whatever you choose to do with your life, that's on you. You'll have to live with the consequences of it. But if you adopt a certain philosophy, one that exists outside of your default, ordinary, hardwired ways of living, you might see a whole new horizon for yourself and a way to engage with it and accomplish it. 
All right, you guys, we're going to take a short break. Uh, after this break, I got a really great question from somebody this week that uh, it's relationship based, but uh, but I think you'll find there's some really cool components in it for you, no matter what your relationship status is. Of course, uh, you need to go check it. if you haven't. I think you can get this on Amazon, the planner, the unfuck yourself planner. You guys, you got to check it out. I'm so fucking proud of it. It looks amazing, and it is a very very useful tool. I thoroughly recommend you get yourself one. And you know, it's not often I talk about things that I think you should get for yourself, but this is definitely one of them. Um, and of course, the calendars out again this year, which is a annual bestseller, by the way, one of the best-selling calendars out there, the Unfuck Yourself calendar, I believe is now on sale. So you'll need to scoop in there and get yourself one of those soon too. And if you haven't checked out the Unfuck store, check that out. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our question. Hang in there. We'll be back in just a minute. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. This person who gave me the question for the second part of the show, you guys, did not give me their name, but that's okay. I'm just, because they left me a voicemail on the hotline. And uh, just to remind people, if you want to, if you've got a question for me or a situation you'd like some input around, 646-450-3203. It's a US number, 646-450-3203. Or connect at garyjohnbishop.com. You can reach me there. But anyway, this message uh, starts with thank you for the show. I just found it and it is life-changing. I just finished dating someone who I feel was love-bombing me and I feel like he has a tendency to date for 100 days and then move to the next. Since his 22 years of marriage ended, his wife left him for a co-worker who she is now getting married to after dating that person for five years. In that same five years, the person that I was in a relationship with dated six other women, and they all seem to have done the same things to him. They don't hold his heart, and he doesn't feel emotionally secure. It felt like a huge burden managing his emotions. He came into the relationship super strong, and now he decides he wants to end it suddenly because of one thing I apparently said. He always yells and screams. He has childlike tantrums, but he would say that I made him do it, that he was matching my energy. I need to walk away or find a way to get us help. We are both divorced, and I wonder to which level we are both emotionally unhealthy. I really love him. We only dated for 101 days. Maybe it's not real love for him. Told me he loved me on day five and asked for a commitment on day 10. I feel like my love is slow and genuine. His was fast, but now fading. All right, that is quite a bit to unpack, okay? So it seems like you've split up from this this person. And I think given all the things that were going on in it, it doesn't sound like it was going along 
in a kind of typical way, if you like. Like it seems like if if you've been with in a relationship with someone for a total of 101 days, which is, you know, a little over three months, and they're already having tantrums, I think there's more at play there than just this relationship, right? I mean, you're at 90 days with somebody, you're still at the level of, you know, trying to fucking impress them. So you're not impressing anybody by losing your shit. That's for sure. Um, but, I, but I think the interesting thing is definitely from your perspective, you were in a relationship with somebody who was, you know, playing a blame game. Like you said, throwing childlike tantrums. Somebody who after five days was telling you they loved you and after 10 days was looking for a commitment. Uh, to me, those are kind of signs that, you know, you, you probably need to put the brakes on a little and spend a little more time getting to know the entirety of this human being. Not to judge them, not to put them down or diminish them or try and fix them, but rather just to get a good sense for yourself about what it is you're getting yourself into, right? Now, that doesn't get you off the hook for whatever you need to work on. So I think you touched on something really powerful. Yeah, you should be working on yourself. You should be working on whatever you think you'll solve by being in a relationship. So I'll say that again. You need to work on whatever it is you think you'll solve by being in a relationship because you won't solve that in a relationship. That's something you need to take on for yourself. So you're experiencing yourself, whatever your hangups are from your childhood, whatever you're hanging on to from previous relationships, whatever you've told yourself about yourself that now isn't even just something you think about, but it sits there in the background of your thoughts. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you've told yourself you're not worthy of love or not good enough for love or you'll never find love that nobody wants you, or that you're uncared for. So I want you to understand that most people, and I talked about this in Love Unfucked, so, you know, as is often the case for me, I'm often answering situations for people that are in the books, right? But anyway, the vast majority of people actually get into a relationship to resolve some long-running experience of themselves. And when they see that other person, they see that other person as the solution to this thing. You know, and I even talk about this in Love Unfucked. I talk about that movie where, you know, where Tom Cruise says, you know, to, I think, Renee Zellweger, you complete me. And what he's referring, which kind of makes me, gets me a little bit of vomit in the back of my throat, because there's clearly something there with this human being that has never been resolved that he thinks this other person is now going to resolve. What's the problem with that? Well, the problem with that is, that other person is now on the hook for whatever it is you haven't resolved for yourself. So we go into relationships and we look at this other human being and we think this person is the solution. And what happens is that person eventually becomes the problem, like it turns on them. So your entire relationship just smacks of two people who just haven't done the fucking work on themselves. So... No, I don't recommend you get together and you try and fix him or you try, don't, you know, take some time aside, all right? Don't get your fucking knickers in a twist. Start reading, you know, if you want to go see a fucking therapist or meditate or exercise or, you know, a rabbi or a priest or whoever, but you got to start processing this thing for yourself in a way that resolves whatever it is you're still wrestling with and that I suspect, by the way, you've been wrestling with almost your fucking entire life. It's just now manifesting, as is often the case, in your love relationships. You, like most of the people who come to me, have work to do. 
okay? But when I say work to do, it doesn't mean you say you're going to spend the next fucking, you know, 50 years doing it. It just means, you know, you got to start unpacking some of this stuff. You got to make sense to yourself, right? And I'm telling you, this is for fucking absolutely everybody listening right now. The moment you make sense to yourself, you'll have power. And when you don't make sense to yourself, you might be able to explain yourself. You might be able to say, oh, well, I'm this way or that way or pull some fucking psychological issue out of your ass. But none of that resolves anything for you until you make sense to yourself. And I don't mean like, well, I'm the child of a fucking coal miner. Sorry, Loretta Lynn. You know, it's, it's more than that. It's deeper than that. It's more profound than that. Go read Stop Doing That Shit, where I get into the three conclusions, whatever it is you've left yourself with. Dig into that fucking book. Uncover for yourself. Start to see what is it I'm really dealing with. Fucking by wise as fuck. I mean, my gosh. Right? There's a whole section in there about what is love for us as human beings. Right? What, what, is, what, are, what are our fears? You must do the work on yourself. You must think. Write. Talk. Whatever else as you need to do to start to give this thing less power over you. So no, by way of advice, and I like to say I don't give advice, but here you fucking go. No, I don't recommend you guys get in a room and work this out together. You've only known each other for, like you said, 100 days. And even though you might say you love this person, and that love could be genuine and real for you, it's also not appropriate right now. You're not equipped for whatever that is, let alone him. You might recommend he does the same. Fine. He needs to go and do that, though, on his own, like you need to. I, and, you know, sometimes we get desperate, right? Because you, maybe you've had years and years and years of fucking trying to work out relationships and it hasn't worked and it seems like this is, quote, unquote, the one. Well, it ain't. It ain't the one. Why is it not the one? Because there's fucking potentially tons. There'll be another, but it'll be worth your while. It'll be healthy. It'll be real and authentic, genuine, the real fucking deal for you when you've done the work on yourself and you're ready to step into something, the kind of relationship where you get to express something rather than fucking get something, which was the downfall of this one. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Have a great one. As usual, if you want to participate in a future show, 646-450-3203. Connect at Gary John Bishop if you want to drop me an email. We read them all. We listen to all the voicemails. And we pick the one that we think will be the biggest bang for the buck on the show. All right, until next week, have a great one. I'll see you on the flip side. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.